It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. And this week, we're going to be again talking about vaccine disinformation. And we're going to tie it in and how I've, and I've talked about this before, how because of the pandemic and because of the amount of misinformation and disinformation that was associated with COVID in general, and more importantly, once we got COVID vaccines, because of that level of disinformation that many lives were lost. We're going to talk about a couple, a, a parent, couple parents in New Zealand who took this level of disinformation and what they believed about the vaccine to such a significant height that the country had to step in and say, hey, you know what? You are not fit enough to be a parent right now. We're going to take ownership or guardianship of your child. Now, let's think about that. Before we even get into the story, let's think about a level of disinformation and how much misinformation, disinformation has to be ingrained in your mind that you are ready and willing to risk the life of your child who is sick. You're ready to just throw that away for something you read on some ridiculous blog or you heard some person say, right? That's been unsubstantiated, right? Like, and this is what drives a lot of, you know, health content creators and physicians and people of scientists and just people with sense to say, hey, if the overwhelming majority is saying like, nah, what you're saying is not factual, what you're saying is not true, what you're saying is not credible. And guess what? If you don't change what you're saying, your child is going to die. If that doesn't move you, then I'm glad that the country is stepping in and say, hey, right now you're not being a good parent. Like, get out of here. We'll take care of it. Right. So let's focus on, again, just a backstory. This is a, a couple of New Zealand, New Zealand who have a child who has a congenitive heart disease that needs surgery, congenital heart defect that needs surgery. Does the surgery come with risk? Of course, right? So, so because I already know someone's gonna pop in my comments and say, "Oh, what about the risk?" Yes, we got that. Like, and remember, and remember those. And this story may sound familiar because you know a few. I think when it was, I'll put a link in the description. A few months ago, we had um, a person who was on the heart transplant list get removed off that list because they refused to get vaccinated because being vaccinated was a requirement, and they said, "I'm not getting vaccinated." And they refused and they got out, they got, they got removed from the heart transplant list. And there was for some reason an uproar about them being removed. Not the fact that they wouldn't accept the requirement needed to be put on there. The uproar was about them, the people who made the list, right? Saying, hey, all right, if you're not going to follow the guideline rules, you're not going to be a candidate. Get out of here, right? So I will put a link to that episode as well. Just so you can catch up, right? So here we, so, but that was a grown up. That was an adult making that decision for themselves. Here you have a child who cannot make that decision. So they are 100% depending on their parents to make the decision for them, for their life. Because if this child does not get the surgery, this child doesn't become an adult. Like that's this, just so you guys can understand. Doesn't get the surgery doesn't become an adult. They're willing to throw that life away just because of that. 
So when, when people try to shoot you and say, ah, oh, disinformation isn't that bad, or you're overblowing, you know, COVID vaccine misinformation is not that serious. 100%. This is the example right here. And this is example, again, there's been, there's been thousands of examples. There's been thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people who died in this country because of disinformation. No, and, and, and it's a different, it's such a different outlook when you're looking, because remember, you know, I'm, I'm the one, I'm on front lines, right? I'm a frontliner. When you're the one taking care of the patient who is not vaccinated and you have to hand the phone off to that patient because their family can't come see them because, you know, they're sick and you're going to about to intubate them and they're going to, you know, for a fact, they're likely going to die. Like they're not likely not going to leave this hospital. And you know, it was because a part of it was, hey, you know, what? I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't trust that vaccine. When you know that. So if you told me, and again, I'm not here to tell you that getting the vaccine would have 100% saved everybody. That's not, but I can tell you that it would have saved 10%. It would have saved 20%. It would have saved 30%. So if you, if I told you, hey, you have a 30% higher chance of living, and it's actually higher. I'm just, I just shoot the number low just so y'all can be like, oh. If I told you you got a 30% chance to live another, you know, five, 10 years with your family, are you taking that? Like if you are you looking at your kids and saying, hey, you know what? I know this vaccine gives me a 30 percent higher chance to make sure I'm living with you guys, uh, but I'm OK on that. Like if because if, if, if that's your decision, then remember what I say. You got freedom of choice. You don't have freedom of consequences. You and your family and your loved ones have to live with those consequences. But here we are. We have a family who is trying to again, the child has no way of making a decision for themselves so they have to rely on their parents to do it they have to rely on their parents to do it and it got to the point where the country had to say all right i'm stepping in i'm step i'm stepping in y'all because if i don't you're gonna allow this child to die and i can't let that happen right which is essentially um what what, what happened here right and again this has been going on for months y'all this I've been watching this for a little bit. I wanted, I was wanting to wait to kind of touch on it. This is this is an issue that's been going on for months. And finally, right, finally, this article comes out. New Zealand parents lose custody of their ill baby after refusing to accept COVID vaccinated blood. A New Zealand court took temporary custody of a sick baby whose parents blocked life-saving heart surgery because potential donors may be vaccinated against COVID-19. Imagine that, y'all. Imagine that that because the potential to be vaccinated against COVID-19 from people who donated blood. They're like, yeah, you know what? I ain't going to do it. The Auckland High Court ordered the four-month-old, four-month-old, y'all, four-month-old baby identified as Baby W in court documents to be placed under partial guardianship, allowing an urgent operation to correct a heart disorder known as pulmonary valve stenosis. Again, let me, again, focus on me, y'all. Focus on me. This is a surgery that could have been done months ago. Imagine you're looking at, again, I, I don't want to imagine it. Imagine you are looking at your kid in the hospital sick and you are sitting here going back and forth saying, hey, if if you're going to do that surgery, make sure there's no vaccinated blood. Like imagine you looking at your kid sick, your kid is in the hospital, your kid's on oxygen, your kid can't breathe, your kid cannot be a normal kid at four months. And you're sitting there saying, nah, if they're vaccinated, I don't want it. 
I don't want it. I'd rather, I'd rather, because what you're saying is I'd rather the kid die. I would rather the kid die than get this vaccinated blood. That's exactly what you're saying, right? And and not even so many words. That's literally what you're saying. The couple use discredited arguments and fringe anti-vax theories to try to show that the jabs were unsafe. Remember, I told you guys, you guys who are coming up with a million different reasons not to get this vaccine, none of them are factual, none of them are truthful. But in your mind, because you believe it, you think it's okay. Like I said, I got, I got, I got plenty of friends. Right? I got plenty of friends. I, I said this on my TikTok the other day. I got plenty of friends who obviously they see, they hear what I do, they see what I do, they see I've been talking about, uh, you know, getting vaccinated for years, and you know, even since the flu. Not even it didn't just start with COVID. I've been talking about getting flu vaccinated every single year. So they already know what it is. And they're sitting there not getting vaccinated. And guess what happens every time? Because they've gotten COVID multiple times. And every time they get COVID, they're calling me shocked and surprised that they got COVID. They're calling me shocked and surprised. Yeah, man, it got me. I'm like, yeah, it didn't go nowhere. They're calling me shocked and surprised they got COVID. <laughs> like, it's, so at this point, it's just more comical than anything else. But I say, hey, you know, get better. Feel better. Right. Uh, but High Court Judge Ian Galt said he accepted the affidavits of health experts who said there have been millions of blood transfusions performed around the world since the vaccines were introduced and the vaccines had not caused any known harmful effects. Right. So, again, imagine these folks who are talking about disinformation are literally making up things. They say, oh, if they get if you get blood transfusion from a vaccinated person, something happens. What happens? Well, this they said this happens. Well, there's no evidence of it. Okay, I know there's no evidence of it, but I still don't want my baby. Okay, all right, yep, yep. We gotta take we gotta take your kid away from you. You're you're not you're not a sound mind. We gotta take your kid away from you. Now think about that. This is a life saving surgery that your kid needs, and in that life saving surgery, they're gonna need blood. And because you're like, you know what? I don't want them to get any vaccinated blood. Skip that life saving surgery. Like you actually thought that the general public, the healthcare providers, the surgeons, everyone taking care of that baby was going to be like, oh, okay, they said they don't want, you know, a blood transfusion. You know, okay. No, we're not. No, we are not. That was never going to happen, right? And I'm thankful. I am thankful that this kid is going to get this life-saving surgery. And I'm hoping, right? And that's the thing. It's not like we can even test to see, oh, this person got the vaccine, this person. Like, so imagine you asking for things that aren't even available. And I don't care if you have a thousand people who are unvaccinated, ready to donate your blood. You don't make that decision. You don't get to make a decision um, um, based off your false belief. That ain't that not here. <laughs> not in the way we do things. You don't get to make that decision. So even if you had a million people who are unvaccinated, lined up, ready to donate blood for that kid, we ain't taking it. Guess what? This is how it goes. We're going to do the surgery. We're going to donate. We're going to transfuse blood because we'll have to, because it's just, it's, you need to transfuse blood. We're going to transfuse blood and you ain't going to do nothing about it. Right. So again, shout out to New Zealand um, for, you know, making some sense and, and, and again, taking this level of responsibility that clearly was too big for the parents Clearly, was too big for the parents. His level of responsibility, level of common sense. It was too big for them to say, "Hey, you know what? Nah, get him out of there." Right. The overriding issue is whether the proposed treatment is in the baby's best interest, which obviously it is. The child is now under the medical guardianship of the court until completion of the surgery and recovery by the end of January. 
The parents will remain custodians for all other purposes and will be informed at all reasonable times of the nature and progress of baby W's condition and treatment, right? The case has gripped New Zealand and underscored the potency of vaccine misinformation. Again, I said this before, we have one almost 1.1 million people in this country die due to COVID. A lot of people die due to mass disinformation, M-A-S-S, mass disinformation and misinformation that was out there because of COVID, because of the COVID vaccines, especially these mRNA vaccines, right? Like, like the amount of people who think that these mRNA vaccines are the boogeyman, guess what? And focus, focus and listen, depending on if you listen to the podcast, mRNA vaccines are not only here to say, stay, they're going to save a lot of lives. So get 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 out the way of progress, right? Get out the way of technological advancements. There are people here who have a handheld device that can record, that can edit, that can send videos, that can uh, draw pictures, that can send facts. There are people who have handheld devices that can do that. But for some reason, you think that mRNA technology is oh my god, pseudo. Oh my god, this is. This is out of this out of this world. I can't believe it. Like, we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know what's gonna like so imagine that's that's what I hear when I people talk when I hear people talk about oh my god, mRNA technology. We don't know, we don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Like what, what do you need to know? Like if if our technology has gotten to the point where it's safe to administer medications like vaccines, guess what? We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it and get out of the way. And in five, 10 years, when you're still looking silly. Right. When you're still looking silly, hundreds of millions of people have gotten the vaccine. If you are still out here thinking like, oh, something is going to happen to those who got vaccinated, hold your breath. Keep holding your breath. That's all I tell people. If you think something diabolical is going to happen because mRNA vaccines are out, hold your breath. It shouldn't it shouldn't be that long. Hundreds of millions of people have gotten them. Shouldn't be that long. Right. Right? If you're confident in what you're saying, but you're not confident in what you're saying, right? Especially because it's not based on anything but BS that you've read or regurgitated, right? And when you have a situation like this here, let me let me big up myself, right? When you have a situation like this here, where we're having to snatch, we're having to snatch guardianship from people because vaccine disinformation has infected their brains like a plague. Like when when you when you have to snatch the guardianship of your own child so they can have a life-saving surgery, when you have to do that, like you you have no more room to tell me that vaccine disinformation isn't deadly. You just have no room. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Right? When when you when you're sitting, when you're sitting in those hospital rooms and that patient is dying in front of you, and the last thing they're saying is, man, I wish I would have got vaccinated. Right. You have no room. Right. Like so, again, for those who continue to spread disinformation and misinformation against the vaccine, like you are a part of this problem as well. And you are not absolved from it. I talked about the measles a few weeks ago. We currently in the United States, we currently have a measles outbreak in Ohio. It's up to like almost 60 cases right now. I don't hear anti-vaxxers talking right now. I don't hear them running uh, to a TV, running to a school board meeting, talking about something. Oh, I told you, I told you MMR vaccine causes autism. I don't hear none of that. Like they're shoo, shoo, quiet, right? Because when, when, when 
hits the fan, all of a sudden, like all of that tough talk goes right out the window. It's out of there. Like, nah, they ain't saying none of that. Right. So fortunately, you have content creators like myself and physicians like myself and scientists like myself who have no problem calling out the BS. On this series, Real Physician Reacts, we routinely call out the BS because we want you guys to know, especially the ones who are peddling the BS, that we see you, we hear you, and we're going to call you out every single time, right? So if I was doing like a, uh, you know, um, I don't know if you guys listen to uh, Breakfast Club, uh, you know how Charlemagne does Donkey of the Day? If we were doing Donkey of the Day for the week, in fact, oh, you know, I think about it, we should probably do a Donkey of the, the Week, right, for Real Physician Reacts. That, Good idea. Um, if we were doing donkey of the day, it would be this this parent. It would be these parents who had to lose guardianship of their kid because they allowed vaccine disinformation to almost kill their kid. Thank God the kid is still alive. Because remember, this is they've been fighting this for months. Thank God the kill is still the kid is still alive. Thank God. Right? Like we're we're not gonna do it, man. We're here, right? Shout out to those who. Uh, protecting themselves who could protect themselves, right? Because again, I, I understand there's some people who can never take the vaccine because immunocompromised. I already know those, those those people know I'm not talking to them anyway, right? I'm talking to the people who are peddling BS, like, oh my God, you don't know what's going to happen with these mRNA uh, vaccines. I don't know about these vaccines here. I'm scared. Like, oh, we don't know what it's going to cause. Those people, those are the people who I, I want to hear be just as vocal now. They're not. They never. They 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 never are. When they're running in school board meetings, acting like they're the head honchos, all rah-rah. When outbreaks occur, nothing happened. When a child is about to die because the disinformation you put out in the world, right, is cause is has infected their brain like the plague, we don't hear nothing from them, right? So again, shout out to you anti-vaxxers, right? Thankfully, common sense has prevailed and we were able to snatch guardianship uh, from a couple of you anti-vaxxers with your, your BS disinformation, right? I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. I'm going to see you guys next week.